Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. We're broadcasting to you live today from the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Without God, I don't know very much. Probably a lot of you would agree with that statement about yourselves and about me. <laughs> it, is, it is simply a fact. And I was really struck by this this week. This is actually the first week of Herbert W. Armstrong College and Imperial Academy classes, which really does show how much God's church and God's work emphasize true education, raising young people with the right foundation for knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. But we really don't know hardly anything at all without God revealing the truth to us. I've said on the show before how even common sense comes from God. It's not hard to find examples of people who are totally godless and, by the way, seem to also have totally extreme, insane ideas. Just a complete absence of common sense. Common sense comes from God. Truth about the important spiritual matters, the really pressing questions of life, those do have to be revealed. Lesson one of our Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence course says, the Bible is simply God's divine revelation of basic needed knowledge. That man is not capable of finding out for himself by any other means. It's saying there, without the Bible, we have no clue. Any of the real answers to life's most important questions. We really don't know. This lesson, which you can enroll in this course by going to BCC dot hwacollege.org bcc.hwacollege.org that is a free 36 lesson bible course that will help you build a right foundation of spiritual truth in your life but here in lesson one it continues god equipped human beings with the powers and abilities to discover and use the laws of science but absolutely no tools or instruments of science can ever tell you if there is life after death, the purpose of your being alive, where you are going, or the way to a happy, abundant, and peaceful life here and now. Our scientists, our world leaders, and our statesmen have failed utterly to tell us these answers or to lead us into the universally desired peace with happiness and abundant living. 
the Bible reveals all this and more. And I really was humbled by this subject this week. It is something that perhaps we don't think about enough. Just how utterly helpless we are, how ignorant we are, without God showing the truth to us. 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Yes, there were many Bible writers over the course of thousands of years. And yet, every last word of the Bible is inspired by God. There, of course, have been a few cases of intentional or unintentional mistranslation. But God even reveals those cases, too. He even shows us where our English version or whatever other language version of the Bible has been incorrectly translated so that we're not deceived by that. But God does inspire every verse of that book. He is the source of all truth, of all common sense. The type of truth that, despite all of our advancements in the physical realm, really would elude us. We would have no clue. The field of science today is a sobering reminder of that fact. Like I talked about last week, of all people who should be acknowledging God's existence and glorifying Him, it should be the scientists. They're the ones who work up close with the creation. Whether here on earth or out in the universe, they're the ones who see the evidence of a creator God every single day when they work. They see that the laws of the universe are constant and they never change. That could not have happened randomly. It could not have just come here by a big bang and then billions of years of evolution. Scientists should know better, yet they don't. Because with all their understanding of the physical realm, they do not have access to the inspiration of God, to revelation from God. That's where it all comes from. It's amazing how far off track we can get when we do not rely on this source. Here is the message from the editor of Lesson 1 of this correspondence course, written by Philadelphia Church of God Pastor General Gerald Flurry. Just think about all these questions and how the Bible does answer every single one of them. And how really, without the Bible, we couldn't answer any of them on our own. Mr. Flurry writes here, Have you ever wondered what present world conditions really mean? Where is the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction leading? What will be the outcome of the crisis in the Middle East? Will the war on terror stop terrorism? How will global economic instability and mounting religious tensions affect mankind? 
Why so much chaos and confusion in the world today? What does the future hold? Are there solutions to these seemingly insoluble problems? What is the way to world peace, the way to freedom from fear and worry, poverty, sickness, and unhappiness? And why was man put here in the first place? Were you as an individual put here for a purpose? If so, what is that purpose? Why were you born? What is man? Why is man? Does modern religion have the answers? What is the truth about such traditional doctrinal questions as heaven, hell, salvation, law and grace, the great tribulation, the rapture, the virgin birth, the resurrection, the second coming, the millennium? Where are the dead? And are they now conscious? You need more than anything in your life to understand the answers to all these questions. It's rather condemning there to go through those questions and try to consider whether I know the answers to any of those apart from what the Bible says. I don't think I would know a single answer to any of those questions I just read without the revelation in the Bible, without God making those answers available. We truly are lost without God's involvement. Now there is a verse here in Hosea 4 verse 6 that might seem paradoxical at first. This is actually an end time warning. And we have a lot of materials at thetrumpet.com that can prove that to you. But think about this. Does this scripture match up with the end time at first glance? Hosea 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me, seeing you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Now, yes, the majority of mankind has rejected God. They have forgotten God's law, and they are being punished for it. But what about that first part? It says that people are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Do we really lack knowledge today? It seems like there's knowledge everywhere, right? So what is this actually talking about? This is talking about a different kind of knowledge. This is talking about spiritual knowledge. Revelation from God. Understanding that we cannot obtain anywhere else but from him. That's the kind of knowledge that people today are rejecting. And yes, that, that goes for any political party, people of any background or religion, people are rejecting spiritual knowledge. The vast majority of mankind is disconnected from that source, from the Bible, inspired by God. And it's obviously a very dangerous path to where God forgets our children. 
That's what happens when we have a chance to know the truth and we turn away from that and we reject that. As much physical knowledge as we do have, as much understanding of the physical laws of the world and the universe as we do have, we are totally lacking in spiritual knowledge. There are a lot of verses that do, they probably are meant to humble us. <laughs> Proverbs 28 verse 26 in the English Standard Version says, Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Now again, what is that talking about? What kind of wisdom is that talking about? It just said there at the beginning of that verse that if we trust in our own minds, we're foolish, we're fools. So this can't be a type of wisdom that springs from our five senses, that comes from our own minds. This is a different kind of wisdom than what most people would normally think of. Here is a definition from the Britannica World Language Dictionary. And this, again, is just really talking about physical wisdom, but it says, Wisdom implies the highest exercise of all the faculties. Okay, but if we exercise the five senses and we try to conjure up truth on our own, God thinks of us as fools, like it says in Proverbs 28, verse 26 there. So again, what kind of wisdom are we talking about? Wisdom actually is the highest exercise of all the faculties. But the majority of people leave out one very important faculty. It's a spiritual faculty. It's a spiritual resource that people are not thinking of when they try to define wisdom. There's an article at pcg.church titled The Gift of Godly Wisdom by Mr. Daryl Hope. And it says here, When we think of wisdom, we often associate it with knowledge and understanding. But wisdom is really different from both of these attributes. Wisdom is on a higher level than knowledge or understanding. Here's the distinction. Knowledge is... Information concerning facts. Whereas understanding is comprehension of how those facts work together. In a simple analogy, knowledge is like the pieces of the puzzle, but understanding is knowing how it fits together. So there's physical knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, but there's also spiritual knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Mr. Hope continues, Wisdom, on the other hand, involves the application of knowledge and understanding to new situations. Herbert W. Armstrong explained what wisdom is in his autobiography. And that's also available to you for free at thetrumpet.com. Mr. Armstrong says, I had discovered very early in my ministry that I lacked natural wisdom. I had always craved understanding I had absorbed a reasonable share of knowledge, 
But wisdom is ability to put both of these together and form a right decision. Mr. Hope continues, so as Mr. Armstrong stated, wisdom actually involves putting knowledge and understanding to a proper use and application through right decision making. Again, the vast majority of human beings really don't have any access to spiritual wisdom. There's a whole realm of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom cut off to most of mankind. People just can't access it right now. But it really would make their lives so much better. And very soon, it will. They will have access to this very soon. I saw a stat the other day that I think it was just talking about Americans, but in the demographic of 18 to 49-year-olds, more than a quarter of them have considered committing suicide since the pandemic started. Lockdowns, businesses closing, people losing their jobs, lots of people getting sick too. But does that justify confining people in their homes, isolating them from all human contact without a greater hope, without understanding of these important spiritual questions that I asked earlier? Well, it does seem like for some people, suicide might be the only option. Now, I've been frustrated by the lockdown. Plenty of people I know who know and have spiritual wisdom have also been frustrated by it, but none of us have considered suicide. There is a deeper hope that so many humans desperately need. It's just so wretchedly hopeless out there. When you get stuck in your house, it's not meant to be like that. People are not meant to be treated that way. You heard in the top of the hour news probably about Australia and New Zealand. They've hardly had any cases whatsoever. And yet they're, they're pushing their people to insanity by locking them down for an indefinite period of time. That's not a very wise decision. It's not a very loving decision by those leaders. Those are the types of things that people do without the right kind of wisdom. That's how people think that they should address problems. Just a severe overreaction. It's almost like we're seeing it all the time in the news just people acting like they're little children in a bad way. Not being childlike and humble and teachable, but acting like they have no clue how to live their everyday lives with any common sense. But it does go beyond physical wisdom because even plenty of people who seem like they have a lot of common sense on a physical level have also been swept up in hysteria with the pandemic. It doesn't really 
go along ideological lines in this instance. A lot of people are afraid. They don't know how to approach a situation like this. They don't know what decisions to make. They don't know where to turn for hope. We know where that comes from if we are looking to the right source. We know where to get our hope. James chapter 3 shows us. James 3 verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. This is wisdom that is from above. The gift of wisdom from on high, from God himself. This is a type of wisdom we cannot obtain on our own. Yet we desperately need it. Wisdom, as it says in Proverbs 3, verse 13, will make you happy. Proverbs 16, verse 16 says that wisdom is better than gold and silver. Gold and silver are extremely rare, and yet wisdom is much more valuable because wisdom is even more rare than gold and silver. It's just so unnatural for human beings to have this kind of wisdom. We cannot produce it of ourselves. And yet it is a life-giving wisdom, a hope-giving wisdom. In the Epistle of James booklet, Mr. Gerald Flurry wrote, True wisdom is a gift from God. It takes wisdom to know what to do when God denies you something you earnestly desire. Or how to navigate our fiery trials, for example. In my ministry, I have seen many people make huge, terrible decisions that have hurt them badly because of a lack of wisdom. I have seen church members lose good jobs that they needed. I've seen people make a bad decision about who to marry, which affects them the rest of their life. I have seen members make the wrong statement to a school teacher or commit mistakes in homeschooling. I have seen members mishandle themselves in dealing with medical authorities, all because of a lack of wisdom. Again, we're talking about wisdom on a spiritual level. Knowledge, understanding, and wisdom on a spiritual level, which does largely help us fill the void in our lives. Did you know we're all incomplete? That we all have a void to fill? And that there's only one way to actually fill it? Plenty of people have made the mistake of trying drugs, alcohol, various forms of lust and perversion to fill that void. But there's only one way to fill it. And it really does come straight out of the Bible. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. We couldn't have written this book 
human beings wrote it, but only because God inspired them to write what they did. There's no way we could have conjured up the ideas, the laws, the wisdom of the Bible. But it's available to us. God gives it to us because it is an instruction manual for us. Just like the the really thick instruction manual that comes along with a new car. You want to know how to operate the car? Well, probably most of us don't really read that manual, but if there's a question we have, we can certainly flip through it and find the answer. But just like with that car manual, a lot of us probably don't naturally take the time and effort to go through the Bible to find the answers, but they're in there. It's hard to read a car manual. That's not the most interesting reading, but if you really do study the Bible the right way, that can be the most interesting reading and studying you'll ever do. Mr. Flurry and this message from the editor from the Bible Correspondence Course Lesson 1 is talking about a type of Bible study that sparkles with interest. He says, if you will set yourself to really study the Bible, you will be richly rewarded by constantly coming into surprising, exciting, remarkable new truths. That's the type of wisdom we need. It comes straight out of the Bible, and it's exciting to study and submit to God in that way and learn the answers to life's most important questions, answers we would never come up with on our own. And ultimately, we're talking about humility because it's not easy to admit how little we actually know. But really, that can be the first step to learning some of the most inspiring truth imaginable. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.